world updates from the oval from japan's new supercomputer to sexual assault allegations on justin bieber a lot changes in a day and so we must know it hello friends you have tuned into the world as we know it presented by the oval a daily news capsule of updates from around the world so let us get started with updates from largest continent asia in an astounding incident in india 57 minor girls tested positive for covid-19 in a government run shelter in the northern city of kanpur five out of whom also turned out to be pregnant speaking out the same the state commission for women said that many of the girls were sexual assault victims three members of the pakistan squad which was to tour england this summer tested positive for the novel coronavirus batsman hadir ali fast bowler haris rauf and spinner shadab khan all were infected however they showed no symptoms the unemployment rate in indonesia touched its highest peak of the decade this year due to the coronavirus pandemic planning minister suharso manwarfa said 4 to 5.5 million could become jobless thus pushing the unemployment rate up to 8.1 to 9.2% versus 5.2% last year in 2019 an activist in the central asian country kazakhstan alnur ilashev has received 3 years of limited freedom for writing against the current ruling party however if 43 year old alnur wishes to relocate he will have to get permission from the police and do 300 hours of community service for 3 years meanwhile a big news from the tech world the fugaku supercomputer developed by japan's riken scientific research center and firm fujitsu has been named the world's fastest computer in fight against coronavirus all supercomputers run over 1000 times faster than a normal computer moving on to europe Austria has commenced the construction of its first public monument naming all the country's Holocaust victims. Oskar Deutsch, president of the Jewish community said, Berlin has won, Paris has won, Vienna had none, but the day finally has come today. The memorial will comprise a ring of upright stone slabs around an island of trees and will name all 64,259 Austrian victims of the Holocaust. People in French capital Paris downplayed the risk of coronavirus as they attended the Midsummer Music Festival without masks. Social distancing and face masks were largely forgotten as thousands of French people danced and partied. Cinemas also reopened in France on Monday. At a time when the world is unanimously denouncing China, Hungary has signed a 2.1 billion dollar loan agreement with the Dragon for Europe's first major belt and road initiative. The project will transform the rail link from its capital city Budapest to Belgrade in Serbia. The next making news is former British spy Christopher Steele who alleged that PM Boris Johnson and former PM Theresa May ignored claims that Russia had a likely hold over US president Donald Trump and may also have secretly sponsored Brexit as reported by the Guardian he also accused the government led by May and in which Johnson was foreign secretary for 2 years of turning a blind eye to allegations about 
Trump over the fear of offending him. While the word has been rocked by Black Lives Matter protest, a poll conducted by CNN has shed light on what the blacks in Britain think of their government. The poll found that 58% of the black Britons consider UK's Conservative Party institutionally racist. 39% of the white also echoed the same. Furthermore, 55% said they do not trust the government that it will prevent another Windrush-like scandal. Now, what was the Windrush scandal? Here is the answer. People from the Caribbean arrived in Britain to help revive the country's economy post-World War II. However, in 1948, some, when they couldn't provide the paperwork that proved their right to remain, were wrongly deported. This resulted in a scandal in 2018 when Theresa May was the Prime Minister. If you are still tuned in and liking our show and the information from around the world, like and follow The Oval. Next we have news lined up from the American continents. US President Donald Trump is yet again in news. After giving a statement about meeting the Venezuelan President Nicolas Maduro, Trump backed off, saying he would only do so to discuss the Venezuelan president's departure from the office. After Uruguay, Cuba is second with the highest recovery rate in Latin America with 91.4%. Statistics from the Pan American Health Organization PAHO, showed Uruguay with 94.9% at the top. Pop star Justin Bieber has denied allegations of sexual assault by a woman named Daniel who alleged that the singer had molested her on March 9, 2014 at Four Seasons Hotel in Austin, Texas. She also leveled a claim that Bieber had raped her back then in hotel. American Museum of Natural History in New York has announced that it would remove the bronze statue of former U.S. President Theodore Teddy Roosevelt, flanked by a Native American man and an African man. After the death of George Floyd, debate has started around the nation over the appropriation of statues. Bishops of El Salvador gave their support to Cardinal Gregorio Rosa Chavez. Cardinal Chavez invoked more transparency and dialogue among political parties to find common ground amid disagreements for solution to COVID-19. After his statements, he faced attacks over social media. Moving ahead, let's catch up with some updates from the Middle East. Lebanese activist Kinda Al-Khatib has been accused of spying for Israel in Lebanon. In the beginning of 2020, she was accused of illegally visiting Israel during a visit to Jordan. The 23-year-old is a master's student in English and translation at the Lebanese University in Beirut. Because of the Turkey's countermeasures last week in a campaign to root out the Kurdish rebellion PKK, that is, Kurdistan Workers' Party, many civilians have fled villages from northern Iraq border village of Keshani. Mohammed Al-Jabir, Saudi Arabia's ambassador to UN, tweeted that Yemen's government and southern separatist forces have agreed on a ceasefire in Abiyan province. Southern Transitional Council, that is STC, and the Saudi-backed government of 
President Abd Rabu Mansur Hadi also concurred for talks. Jumping on the updates from the last continent on the list today, Africa. The coronavirus pandemic is day by day furthering its reach and impact amongst communities and this time in news are South Africans who were left stranded as the commute service, the minibus taxi operators in the country went on a strike in Gauteng province. The strike was called by the South African National Taxi Council demanding more COVID-19 relief funds from the government. A good news coming up from Somalia where the lower house of parliament has passed legislation giving 30% of seats in both parliamentary chambers to women. The lower house has a total of 274 seats while the upper house has 54 seats. A prominent anti-government Algerian activist Amira Buravi was sentenced to a year in prison. Buravi is known for playing a significant role in the Hirak protest movement also known as Revolution of Smiles which secured the resignation of former president Abdelaziz Bouteflika last April. Seems like it's time for the rich in Zimbabwe to worry a bit as the anti-corruption body has initiated an audit of them. Chairman of Zimbabwe's Anti-Corruption Commission, Justice Lois Matanda Moyo, said, It is an intensive lifestyle audit of the rich. Prior to Zimbabwe, Ireland and the UK both had changed their laws to introduce unexplained wealth orders in 2017. One of the top strikers in the Togo Lee's first division, Kosi Kudagba of ASC Kara, has died of malaria aged 25. So these were all the major updates from the several news reports from June 21. And if you liked us, please like and follow the Oval. Also, if you have any suggestions, be our guest. We heed over the comments. Thanks a lot.